Hi friends, it is Tamara in the studio. All the things you need to know about the end of the world. Hi guys, so glad you're here. This is Tamara, our teacher for purpose. I write, create, and promote information to help you find your purpose in life. We are here to talk about the Word of God. I am a Christian. I talk from a Christian worldview and I share with you what the Lord is sharing with me in this current time. And part of that message is that God loves you. He loves you so much. He loves you with everlasting love and he has created you to be part of his story um, to give you your own story in this living and so I'm just so happy that you were here to know and to experience God's love you are so very special you were born for a purpose and a reason to the parents you were born to and the time and place you were born at there's a reason why you are here you are not an accident welcome again guys I'm so happy that you are here um, again I'm a Christian and so we are talking from a Christian worldview with a Christian understanding using the Bible as the basis of truth and understanding and if you did not know yes we are living in the end times I do really believe that because of the word of God that I am reading and understanding and if we were to look around these are all the things that are in end time prophecy like it's happening now all around us does that mean that we should be getting worried and you know hide under the covers no this is a time of celebration if you are a christian and you like read your bible and you have a relationship with the lord we are very excited about these end times so that's what we're going to be here to talk about so let's talk a little bit about that um you guys season six i'm so happy that it is season six and that we are here to talk about the lost so um the inspiration behind this season is that you know there's some information that some i believe people who are not believers need to know or they're inquiring about you know what is this christianity thing about so we do have to talk about you know what we believe in and as christians we believe in god the father god the son and god the holy ghost that is the holy trinity it is not to be explained in one sitting it is an experience and um a building of a relationship to unveil that mystery of who God the Father is, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. But I do find in this season that we are really concentrating on who Jesus is. And we talked about that the last few episodes. We talked about Jesus as the Word of God, the power of God, the the deity um, that was here on earth. He was God with us, Emmanuel, the one who saves his people from their sins. So we do believe that Jesus um, did come to this earth to just show us something more about who God is and who God always is to us in our lives and how much he loves us. I mean, the Bible says that 
God gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And why did he give us his son? Because he loved us so much. He, he came, Jesus came into this world not to condemn the world, but that through him we might be saved. What do we need to be saved from? We need to be saved from our sins. Why do we need to be saved from our sins? Because it is our sin that separates us from God. Like that is the basis, a basic understanding of what Christians believe. We believe that there's a, a mindset and um, a, a type of thinking that keeps us separated from God. And in order to come back in communion and in union with him, we have to accept the, the power of the Holy Spirit, who is Jesus, um, to really change our minds about the way that we're living, the way that we're thinking, just the way, who we are. We have been lied to. And who are we being lied to by? We're being lied to by the enemy. So, um, to recap, we as Christians do believe in um, God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And we also believe in an enemy who is Satan himself, Lucifer, the fallen angel, the great dragon. So we believe in, um, these two really, com not really competing kingdoms, but just these two kingdoms that exist, the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light. And we talked a little bit about that in the last couple of episodes. So here we are now to just to, to move on it's kind of like a three-part if if you were to join us the last um, episode I did talk a little bit about um the lion and I I I first started that episode as know your enemy we do have an enemy okay um whether you believe it or not we have an enemy um someone who you know sets out to um steal our mind still our time, still our understanding, um, and still our life. And it's not only just one person as Satan, but Satan has a kingdom. It's a system, it's an organization, it's very well organized. Uh, I think people underestimate who the enemy is and who their enemy is. Um, but we understand that we are strong when we join forces with Jesus Christ. And that if Jesus Christ... Um, it's for us that he presents us to the father as an acceptable um, new creature because we accepted Jesus into our lives, into our hearts. Then we become part of the kingdom of heaven. And that's a wonderful thing. If you don't know anything about the kingdom of heaven, if you're just coming and joining the kingdom of heaven is the place you want to be. This is where we want to be. We want to be part of the kingdom. Okay. The kingdom of heaven um, you can go into the New Testament of your Bible, um, the chapter of Matthew. Jesus explains a lot about the kingdom. And it, he really compares the kingdom and gives examples and metaphors and analogies. Like the kingdom of heaven is like, the kingdom of heaven is like this, the kingdom of heaven is like this. You know, and it, the more you read, the more you kind of understand that is a very complicated thing. But the Lord wants to explain to us so that we have a better understanding of what the kingdom of heaven is. And the kingdom of heaven... um from my understanding and I'm not going to, I'm not going to spend too much time on it because I, I did talk about it before, but when you, you step 
into the understanding the longer that you're in it that the kingdom of heaven is a government and the lord wants us to understand the culture of the government and the reason why things have to be the way that they are okay and the reason why time is running out because we're coming to the end of life as we know it we're coming to the end of the world government what is the world government the world government is the way that the enemy runs things it's a false government okay so we need to get our minds out of that government so that we we need to prepare our minds for the kingdom government and i mean that could be a lot so this season is for the lost am i losing you don't let me lose you guys don't get lost this is for the lost we want to get the understanding so let's break it down even more let's break it down So if we're breaking it down, this is what we need to know. We need to know that God loves us. We need to know that we are God's chosen people. We need to know that he will continue the good work that's in us until the, until his coming. And we need to know that the coming will be soon. Now, is it soon as like tomorrow or next week? This we do not know. We do not know the time nor the hour. But what we do know is that anyone has who has been walking in this, we know that we are called. Um, and I'm talking about those who are, have been part of the Christian faith for a long time. We have been called to be watchers and to be watchmen. And under that call, there's a certain responsibility that we are to share this information with those who are searching for it. So... If you are searching for this information, you are in the right place. Yes, this is the end time. Not meaning that it's the world is going to end tomorrow. Not meaning that. Not meaning that aliens are going to come and destroy the earth with, you know, weapons that our, our armies can't fight. That's not what we're saying. What we're saying is that we're living as if the Lord is coming back tomorrow. But we're, we can still prepare as if he's coming back a thousand years from now. But what we do know is that we ought to be preparing our minds so we can prepare our kids, our grandkids. And we can prepare our family to understand that the word of God is real and that it is the truth and that it is life. And that there's no way to the Heavenly Father but through jesus christ so we promote jesus this is what we're doing right here we are promoting jesus christ okay so with that if you are lost and you're looking for something you are in the right place because this is the place that we're i we just want to share with you about jesus okay i want to share with you about who he is and you know just like how much he loves you and that's why he sent you to this place right now that's why you're listening to my voice right now. It's not by accident. And if it's just one or two people on here right now, then you are the one or two hearts that need to be reached right now. And I just thank God for sending you right here to listen to this and to learn a little bit more about Jesus. So 
If this is your first time joining, I am Art Teacher for Purpose. Uh, my name is Tamara. I write, create, and promote information to help you find your purpose in life. And I believe that everyone's purpose is to really um, get have a relationship and grow that relationship with the Lord. So I write a blog, artteacherforpurpose.com. That's artteacher, the number four, purpose.com. And today I'm going to be reading to you um, a, the second part of um, the blog that I was reading the last episode and the name of that blog was the lion the witch and the war so the idea was to you know present to you um about the lion who was the lion and really shortly the lion is a metaphor for jesus um it kind of foreshadowed in the old testament that jesus was going to come um, he was going to come down to the earth and that he was going to be part of the, 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 the line of David and that he was going to be the savior of his people. He was going to be the Shiloh or the Messiah. Now, those are a lot of words, a lot of Hebrew words, but basically we see in the Old Testament, that it was foreshadowed that Jesus was going to come and he was going to do something um, in the spiritual world that was going to allow um, his people to be saved and to reconnect with God. Okay, so there's a lot of things that are going on. The lion um, is a symbol of power. It is a symbol of strength and it is a symbol that is associated with the tribe of Judah. So I talked to you guys before about, you know, who Judah was. Judah is a, is a tribe. So, I mean, you can go back in the old, in the old Testament. When I was reading the old Testament, um, the Lord always separated, um, the Israelites and the tribe of Judah. And I'm like, why did you do that? Because aren't, isn't the tribe of Judah? the Israelites. And so there is a certain promise on the tribe of Judah and the tribe of Judah. Um, you'll, I have to go, I have to go back and, and check, but I believe these are like the lost tribes. So you have, um, you have Benjamin in that tribe. You have, um, let me back up for a minute. Um, because I don't want to, I don't want to confuse you. And I know that's something I have to go back and, and study a little bit more, but you have a total of 12 tribes. Okay. Um, these are 12 tribes of Israel. Okay. They are, they are the sons of Israel, except for Manasseh and Ephraim, who were the sons of Joseph. Okay. So, so the 12 tribes were Asher, Dan, Ephraim, Gad, Issachar, Manasseh, Nephtali, Reuben, Simeon, and Zebulun. There were two sons that got cursed that were no longer part of that. So, um, so what happened is that Manasseh, Manasseh, Ephraim became um, a repla replacement tribes. And then you have the two tribes that were to the south. Judah and Benjamin. So altogether, 12 tribes. Not anything that you really need to know right now, but you have to understand that those first 10 tribes were are known as the Israelites, and then Judah and Benjamin are known, known as the tribe of Judah. Okay? And always in the Old Testament, you know, the Israelites in, um, in Judah, they were known... 
you know, kind of like individually, the way that the, the Bible talks about them is like is the Israelites were sisters to to Judah. And every time they talked about the tribe of Judah, they're talking about Judah and Benjamin. And when they're talking about the, the, the 10 tribes, those are the 10 tribes in the north. And they kind of like assimilated with other cultures that were around them. Okay, so. That little brief history lesson, if you want to go and research a little bit more about that, go ahead and research about that. Um, I, I think I need to go and refresh my memory a little bit about the 12 tribes of Israel. Because when I was taught about the lost tribes of Israel, I was taught that it was the, the two southern tribes that were lost, which would have been um, Judah and Benjamin. But when I just looked it up, they said it was the 10 tribes, the 10 lost tribes of Israel. So I, I really have to go back and look at that. Look, I'm not saying that I am... Um, a biblical scholar. I I do like the Bible. I do love learning about the Bible. I do believe that I am called with a special purpose to read and study about the Bible, but I did not go to seminary. I did not go to any a special Bible college or anything. It's just something that I have an interest to do. And so I share with you. And so as I'm sharing with you, it kind of like stretches me and stretches my mind and stretches my understanding about what's going on in this um, world we call the earth, I guess, in this world we call the earth. So I'm constantly, you know, growing in understanding. Um, but one of the things that I do know about is that Jesus is real and that he came to save his people from their sins. I believe that he is, um, God, the spirit that put, he put his spirit into an earthly man. And when he died, he did something in the spiritual realm that, that shook up everything. And that was a total and final attack on the enemy's kingdom. And so I believe that the enemy, Right now, what he is trying to do is is trying to trick our minds into thinking that we have not already won. So if you are someone out there that wants to learn more about Jesus, then I, I ask you to seek him with your whole heart, with your whole mind, with your whole understanding. Just seek after him chase after him grab because he's already chasing you he already knows who you are he already is like yes come 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 i see you you are you know you could be part of this i love you you know he sent his son so that he can find you and whoever he gave his son he will not lose so run into the arms of jesus because he he wants you there and what the enemy wants to do is to distract you and to keep you from that everlasting love that everlasting hug that everlasting security that can only be found in jesus christ i'm telling you right now that's your first understanding before you even learn about the 12 tribes of israel and about the old testament and all this the first understanding is that god loves you so much that he gave you jesus and that jesus is the way the truth and the life and that you can get to him through jesus christ and you know don't no confusion about it just chase after him um how do you chase after him get a bible go ahead and read and you'll you'll learn more and more and more so 
when um I started the episode last week, I said, okay, it's going to be called Know Your Enemy because I really thought I was going to get through this whole blog. So I'm going to go to the next part of the blog, which is who and what is the witch? Remember, the name of the blog is The Lion, the Witch, and the War. So the lion was Jesus, the one who saves his people from the sins. The lion represents strength. And um I'm telling you, Jesus is so good he's so real he's our savior christians believe that he did save us and he's continuing to save us and to do a work in our minds so the next part is going to be about the witch who is the witch we're going to we're going to talk about the manipulation of the enemy Okay, so with that, let's talk about the manipulation of the enemy and let's read the part of this blog. And believe me, this was only supposed to be like a quick 30 minute podcast. So let's see if we can get through it, you guys. Let's see if we can do it. Okay, so who is and what is the witch? We must come to the understanding that we live in a fallen world. We are humans that grew and multiplied in a world that was already filled with spirits and other beings. Okay, God created a man called Adam in a secret garden. You guys know about Adam and Eve? You, you, you should learn about Adam and Eve. God later created Eve to help Adam in this world. So Adam and Eve were protected in the garden from all outside influences. Okay. They didn't know about the world, but there was a spirit that convinced Adam and Eve um, that there was more to know about the world around them. So that same spirit convinced the snake to give up his body so that the spirit can introduce knowledge um, to a, the unaware victim. Who was the unaware victim? It was Eve. So that's when we talked about the fall of man. If if you are new to Christianity and you know that we believe in Adam and Eve, we believe that was the, the beginning of the fall of man. Um, we were introduced to something called sin. And I, perhaps I'll talk about sin at, on a later episode. But it was a slow and steady decline. But man grew further and further away from the father. Who was the father? God. We literally became dumb and dumber, dying faster, dying younger. And why? We, we, basically because of disobedience from the word of God. So how do we know what the word of God was? At the time, God spoke directly to Adam and Eve. But they were disobedient. And this is something that is is sown into human nature now with just like disobedience and disobedience is not a bad word it's just something that happened um going and moving away from the truth because the sin that lives in the flesh desires pleasure we know that our human body desires the things that give us pleasure the things that make us feel good so there's nothing wrong with feeling pleasure as long as it stays in the parameters of your purpose or your purpose in life you cannot move beyond that because what happens is the pleasure will love to take over and it 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 puts you down a road to seek more, more, more pleasure. And that, that hole will never be filled. Okay, friends, that hole will never be filled. So um, it's not wrong to feel happy. That's not what we're saying. And that's not what it means to become a Christian. And it's more about 
um, understanding who you are and understanding what the flesh is and to to deny the flesh in order to operate in the spiritual realm. I'm telling you, people are waking up. We are more inclined to live a more spiritual life. This is how you, you know, gain a spiritual life by by um, understanding spiritual things. We have to understand spiritual things. And how do we understand spiritual things? Only through an explanation when we have a teacher. And who was that teacher? That teacher is Jesus Christ. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You guys, and that only comes through relationship. And relationships take time. It takes a building up of trust. So let's go back into um, the pleasure. It, I'm going to go back into this paragraph where I was um talking about however and it says however there is a power of darkness that understands how the flesh works there is no fulfilling the flesh it is a bottomless pit and that's kind of what i went over there's no you will never feel fulfilled there's different spirits that i i'm witnessing now in this world and in this in this um culture that keeps on calling people out of you know out of normality and normality right now is, you know, I guess go to school, graduate from school, get a job, you know, you get a job, you get the house and blah, 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 blah. But it seems like so many people are just so displeased with their lives and what they have chosen for their life. And believe me, it's what it's what you have chosen. Your life right now is what you have chosen. And some people you know, turn to drugs or alcohol and are, you know, whatever they are, whatever their vice was, they turned to that because they wanted pleasure. Um, and they did, they wanted to f separate themselves from the reality of the world and wherever they have ended up and wherever they are now, they have chose that, that I really, how, if it was a trick of the enemy or not, those were choices that were made in the life that gets you to where you are. And the same thing with people who choose to work and go to school. You made choices to do that. And it, uh, however, if you live, in, I mean, whether you live in an apartment or a house or on the street or with your mama, there were choices that you made in your life to get to that point. Okay. And whatever those choices were, were through your, through your experiences and your understandings. And, you know, that's what you chose, but I, wherever you ended up, I'm, I'm noticing that there's a spirit that is trying to like call, call you out. Even if it's something that you wanted, maybe you wanted to still live in the basement of your mama's house. Maybe you wanted to get married and have kids and have a family and you find yourself in that place right now. Those were your choices. You ended up, there's a spirit right now that is calling you out of that. For some people it's a good thing. For some people it's like, but this is what I wanted. For some people it's like, uh, I, am I going to leave everything that I wanted? To listen to the, listen to this voice or the spirit. And you guys, I'm telling you, it is strong. It is strong. It is strong. It is strong. I see a lot of people leaving their job, starting their businesses. And on this one part, that is an awesome thing. That is an awesome, awesome thing. Um, on the other hand, 
if you had other priorities and you have taken other vows before that and you have certain things that you need to take care of, you can't just leave what you have worked towards and what you have made choices on to go to the next thing, to start to be an entrepreneur. You can't invest your whole half of your life on this one thing and then just drop it. That will have consequences. That will have consequences. So I'm asking you right now, if you, if this message, if that part of the message is for you, have an understanding of what I'm trying to say and do not just leave your responsibilities, your current responsibilities, but make mindful choices and don't fall into the trap of manipulation. What is the trap of manipulation? Trap of manipulation is the witch. It all is happening. It's a strong voice. It's part of our culture. It's what we are hearing, what we're hearing and what we're um, kind of programmed to understand and hear. And then that trigger, that stimulus is, is, is triggered. And then, and then all of a sudden we see a move of a people. I'm, I'm trying to warn you guys as a watch person, as a watchman. Listen, I see it happening now. Could it be good for some people? It could be good for some people. It could be their calling to be an entrepreneur. It could be their calling to be a business person. It could be their calling to have a side hustle. It could be their calling. Yes, but be strategic and understand that it's not supposed to get easier, but you're supposed to get better and you're supposed to grow. That's one of the things. So if you do have to keep your day job, keep your day job and work at night. You work at in the morning and you work in the evening. You do not know which one of these things will prevail. You do not know what, you know, luck happens to them all. You don't know which one's going to hit when it's supposed to hit. But being a good worker and having discipline, that is going to serve you well. Otherwise, other than being manipulated by um, false hopes and false dreams, you have to understand who God is and how God has written your life. And you have to have connection with him to understand where your purpose and your vision lies. And that takes time. That takes communion with the Lord. Don't be easily led astray in, in, in the wide, in the wide path. Okay. We, we, as Christians, we go the straight and narrow. We go on that street where, where, it's being, we are being led by the Lord. We're not being led on the road where everybody else goes, where all culture goes. We're not doing that. That's why we're here in this space right now, listening to, listening to this so that we understand we are God's people. We are strange and peculiar people. And we listen to the voice of the Lord as he is the shepherd. And we are the sheep and we listen to where he directs us. Okay. There's supposed to be a system. There's supposed to be a system that, you know, he's supposed to have, you know, teachers here and we're supposed to listen to the teachers. But, you know, something has gone astray. We read in Ezekiel. I'm studying Ezekiel now. I'm not going to go too far into Ezekiel. Um, but there's a way in the system that things are supposed to work. And it has not worked that way. So now the Lord is develop, developing individual relationships with his people so that we could learn how to hear his voice. And he will be the shepherd to us all. 
that that is a wonderful thing about the Holy Spirit being able to be part of our lives and for us to welcome him in to direct us so that we're not manipulated by the witch. Okay, let me go to the next paragraph. Disobedience is not a bad word. It is just what happened. Going and moving away from the truth because the sin that lives in the flesh desires pleasure. There is nothing wrong with feeling pleasure as long as it stays in the parameters of purpose. However, there is a power of darkness that understands how the flesh works. There is no fulfilling the flesh. It is a bottomless pit. With this understanding, we begin to look at how the flesh can be manipulated, molded, and convinced to do immoral things in order to fulfill the sinful desires that lives inside of man. There is a science to it. There is a physics behind it. There are chemicals and reactions at play that we are mostly ignorant about. Hence, there are potions and spells being cast on human flesh every day. The power comes from the beast, and it is being ridden by a great manipulator, the mystery Babylon. Witchcraft is the manipulator of the flesh. The study of it and its science gives you the basics of magic, alchemy, metaphysics, and a host of other witchcraft practices. Through the study of water, the air, the earth, and the fire, a manipulator finds the secrets to the universe, but she finds it without complete understanding of the spiritual doors that are being opened during the practice. There are human witches that practice the craft without knowledge, and what this whole thing is really about but remember we live in a fallen world a world full of fallen angels that satan pulled down with him when he was cast out of heaven some which are evil and others wanting to redeem themselves to get back to heaven these angels are spirits without a dwelling place they are not inheritors of the earth they are not inheritors of your body they can only use your body if they are able to deceive you into doing so the manipulation this is the art of witchcraft it is the great deception that changes the reality of truth into a dismal existence of servitude do not fall into slavery there is a spirit behind this manipulation she is a falling spirit that wages war against the prophets and the saints we see her in the beginning as lilith and we see her as semiramis wife of nimrod we see her as jezebel wife of king arab we see her as the ancient religion and mythology in the concept of mother child worship we see her in catholicism we see her and manifestation of music and Hollywood in the entertainment industry. She travels, she mocks, she is ready for war, and she is pure wickedness. You guys, this is what I wrote. This is like three years old. This is like three years old, guys. But it's so very true. And I hope that whoever has ears to hear can hear it um, and understand that. We, we are fighting against a system that has been around since the beginning of time. This is a spirit that is part of the enemy's kingdom. The mystery Babylon. The witch. And 
it goes so much farther than what you will you can imagine when I say the witch. It's not a it's not a woman with a long green nose flying on a broom. No. It's a system of culture. And right now we understand that our culture of science is a great manipulator. It's a studier of chemical reactions, a studier study of uh, of human psychology, of human meta of physical you know, metaphysical um interpretations. It is uh study of earth, wind, fire, elements, everything around us in order to change things and manipulate things and to have its way who wants their way the enemy wants his way okay if you want to go back and read this this is called the lion the witch of the war on artteacherforpurpose.com i'm i'm telling you um this episode is called the witch um am i is that's what i'm going to call this episode i don't know but i know our time is our time is up our time is up. I hope that you got something out of this. Um, I'm telling you, you guys, I am in love with the word of God. I'm, I'm going to keep on studying. And I encourage you, don't take my word for it. Keep Go back and study for yourself. Um, you can learn more. The Lord wants to teach you. He loves you. He wants you to understand. And he wants you to grow in the word. To understand what is happening in these end times. It is definitely the end times, you guys. He wants us to understand what's going on. And how there's a battle for your mind. There's a battle for your mind. Um, and how we have been so easily fooled in this culture that we live in now. Because the culture that we live in now is the basis of how we understand we learn and we interpret in our experiences like this the basis of our culture that we live in gives us our truth so what is your truth what culture are you living in i have changed my mind to say that i want to live in the kingdom culture i want to know um, about the word of god i want to learn about jesus i want to know about what he was trying to teach us about the kingdom and this is this is what I want to know. I want to I want to know about the end of the world. I want to know what we need to know, what we need to keep our eye out for and who we need to pray for. And you guys, I am praying for you. I am praying that you develop a relationship with the Lord and that you learn more about him and you get closer to him and you learn more about his son, Jesus Christ, about what Christians believe in. And if you are lost, you don't have to be lost anymore. Um, he's calling you he wants you to be part of the family so hey welcome welcome to the family guys that's the end thank you for joining me this is tomorrow our teacher for a purpose you can check me out again on my blog our teacher for you can also check me out on instagram instagram we are mo underscore monday um i'm sorry mo underscore four underscore monday that's motivation for monday giving you encouragement for the week and just you know 
just encouraging you to share God's love message with the rest of the world um, through any type of um, gift that you have. Through if it's the, just through a kind word, through a kind touch, a hug to somebody, or a picture on Instagram, you know he's giving you you know certain gifts to share his word with everyone. So until next time, I love you with the love of the Lord. Be good, be easy, and that's it. Bye.